0: Hey friends, welcome to Because She Chose. If you're a busy mom desiring consistency and growth in your relationship with God, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Camille McIntyre. In this show, we'll discover practical tips, find helpful resources, and interview amazing women as they share their stories on growing in their relationship with God. Thanks for joining in and listening. Hi friends, I just wanted to say hello. I'm getting on here, Camille McIntyre, for Because She Chose, the podcast. I was just thinking back that, wow, it'll be a year in April that I started our community's podcasts. I've been saying all month long, talking about all the things, about goal setting, things like that, and it just brought back to mind the moments when I was thinking, I really need to get this podcast started. I had been thinking about doing a podcast for three years. My husband bought me all of the getup that went with it, these headphones I have on and the microphone and all the things. And he had given it to me for a Christmas present. And I remember thinking, oh yeah, I really want to do that. But everything was a, but do you feel that way sometimes? I know that so many of you tell me that you have planners and you do your best at goal setting and doing all the things. But I think that one of the main things that really holds us back is really breaking down those goals. So one of the things I like to use to break my goals down is by using my planners. Last year, I used this planner, uh, Michael Hyatt's, it's the Your Best Year Ever, I believe, course, and his full focus planners. It was so, so great. I used it all year long, and I thought, this is really terrific. It helped me to break down like life areas and then prioritize those areas that I always talk about that we all need to work on most, Right. I say that there's eight. Some people say there's nine to 10. There's all different kinds, but really it's just life areas like your family, your relationships, your spiritual growth, like mindset, all these different areas of your life that you really do need to work on. But then you're like, how do I work on all of them? I can't possibly get all of them done and, you know, balanced well and, and working healthily in, in a good way. But what I realized was I really needed to just break down these goals. So as I worked through the course, I discovered that I was really, really weakest in the areas of spiritual development, believe it or not, <laughs> especially in fasting and prayer and that consistent devotional time and the journaling time. And I realized that when it came down to it, I just didn't manage my time well, I didn't do it well enough anyway. And it allowed procrastination. And I was like that last minute Nelly I'm always talking about it just derails my growth. But now I look over the fact that I did 2022 with these really great planners, these areas, I feel like I'm better equipped now to tackle some of the really big goals that I have been putting off and had scheduled all of these things out so far in advance because I just saw all these other areas, kind of like the smaller areas you would think of your life. They were just weighing heavy on me. But now I feel like I can complete the larger goals because I have these other smaller areas taken care of. Now, are they perfect? Absolutely not. You know, stay tuned. I'll, I'll do a recap in December to let you know how, you know, 2023 went and with the big goals. But as far as the smaller goals were concerned, I felt like I was doing well with it. Now this year, I'm using the Cultivate What Matters Power Sheets. You can go on Instagram and check it out. It's really cool. Lara Casey, and I listened to her podcast a lot. I have listened on Audible, her book. And I just thought, I, this really it was resonating with me. I'd heard about it before. I had, I had a friend that had really liked power sheets, and at the time I was doing, you know, Michael Hyatt's thing. So I was like, ah, I'm not really good with a big change. I felt like I had this under my belt, but then I said, all right, let me let me look into this. So I looked into different planners and different methods, and I just took on cultivate what matters because it goes really deep into the planning phases than my previous planners we're going into. So here's what I found is working and kind of like what's not working. (laughs) Love the idea of big picture goals. I love that. That inspires me. It points me in the right direction and knowing like a strong why you have to know your strong why, why are you putting these goals down? So in the planners, they give you like eight goals. They could be big picture goals. Um, They could be smaller goals, like just getting your house together. Maybe you need to declutter some areas in your home. Maybe you need to steward your finances better. And then there are some finish line goals. That's what they call them. And that has a specific timeline of things that you just have to get done. And you have to start working towards completing them, right? It doesn't have to be huge for you. It could be something like, like I said, getting your closets organized or specific learning a new skill or a new method. Maybe you want to go back to school. I don't know. After establishing a goal, I write it down. It becomes so much clearer and it becomes like credible, I guess. And I remember not writing in my planner for like a month. I was like, all right, I got this beautiful new planner. And I started writing in a spiral notebook instead of writing in the beautiful planner. I was like, oh my gosh, I got to just break this thing in. So the first thing is get a planner that you really feel like you'll do. I think for me, the cultivate what matters. If I had started out like five years ago with this one, I would have never done it. I mean, even now, I felt like it was a little intimidating (laughs) because there's a lot of steps and there's a lot to it, It's very meaty. So I had to write down those goals and also write down like why I wanted to achieve those goals. You know, why does it even matter if you want to do this goal? What is the importance of it? Why? Why are you passionate about that particular goal? Like you really need to realize you might have to sacrifice other things in order to achieve the goals that you have in mind you just can't do it all. And I remember having to take off a bunch of things that I was doing and it was very difficult, but I said, you know what? I've got to whittle this down. I have to start saying no to some things. So then, you know, I had to get really practical about the goal. I had to look at what would be needed to get to that finish line. I found that that step was like the hardest and the most discouraging because at times I felt like I may not have the resources may be necessary to accomplish the goal at the beginning. So I would be really just discouraged right away, right off the bat. So what I needed to do was look realistically at what I would need for that goal. How much time would I need to set aside for the goal? Would I need advice, like um, expertise, coaching, training? Would I need to invest some money maybe into better equipment, some studio time? You know, I don't know. So last year when I started the podcast, I had to take a real look at whether or not I could actually afford <laughs> to launch financially, time-wise, or if I'd even be able to have the capacity to have like the staying power as far as creativity and my emotional well-being was concerned. I had to take all of that into consideration. So, like I said, I had to say no to some things in order to make this happen. I'm still in disbelief a little bit that April is going to be our first year celebrating the launch of because she chose our community's podcast. I always had like difficulty sticking with anything long-term. And, you know, here I am, I can't believe I am almost to the finish line of a year. So looking back, I realized that not only did I accomplish, always said I wanted to do, but here I am, I've made so many friendships along the way. I've learned so much as well as just being blessed by all of your feedback along the way. It's been really incredible. You know, I also love that in the Cultivate What Matters Planner, that there's a section in it that you can check off whether the goal is a life area you have that maybe it needs prioritizing. Like for me, I knew that I was not going to get to any big picture goals or finish line goals. I needed to include habits to track and it includes, you know, what's in your current routine. That was really great. I love that it has that little section. I love checking off. Do you like that? When you get things done on your to-do list, you like to check it off. Oh, my little checkbox is, is done. It makes me feel so accomplished. But then I realized also that there are three questions that are really helpful in breaking goals down. And these are important steps in planning. I mean, for me, I have to be honest, this is my weakest area. So here are the questions. Number one, ask yourself, What does success look like for this goal at the end of 2023? This is helpful to me because if I was able to envision what the destination or the desired outcome would be, what it would look like, what it would feel like for me, then it motivated me to get there that much faster efficiently. So when I was thinking about doing this podcast, I waited an entire year because I didn't have a clear vision of what it was that I wanted to speak to. I wanted to be able to serve this community well I wanted it to make sense, (laughs) you know. I didn't want to have this burden on my shoulder that I was always writing something and, and at the last minute that maybe you really didn't need to hear. So it was helpful for me to really envision what would it look like, not for me, but success for me was hearing all of you saying, that really helped me. I needed to hear that. I love the fact that some of you will let me know sweet friend told me today, oh, I was listening to your podcast when I was on my treadmill today. You know, like, I love that. I'm like, yes, thank you. Thank you for telling me because that was what my vision or the destination and the desired outcome looked like for me when I started out. So what is it going to look like for the new goals that I have that, like I said, finish line goals that have a timeline or these big picture goals? What are big picture goals? It's like, I'll tell you in a minute, I, (laughs) I need to get some organization done. That could be a big picture goal. Like, I need to get some stuff out of the way, decluttered, so that I could feel freer to do the more important things, right? So, you know, write down what are the habits that you like to form and what will it feel like when it's completed at the end of the year? So, number two is what might make you want to start? And then what might happen if you don't start? That's another really great question. What if you don't start it? If I hadn't started this podcast, If I hadn't just, you know, bit the bullet, is that what they call it? Bite the bullet. If I hadn't just done that and just said, I'm throwing myself into this and um, I don't know, I, I would might've gone another year or more before getting this done. And then seeing the success, which is seeing all of you saying it helped you. So what might happen if you don't start? I may not have been able to bless some of you or helped you out through a very difficult spot when you've listened and said, that really helped me. So if you don't start, you don't make progress on the goal, what's at stake? What's at stake? Are you not going to be helping someone? You know, what's the negative outcome you might see if you don't take steps little by little to your goal? I love this saying where they say, you can eat an elephant. How do you do that one bite at a time? Small bites, small steps. You can do it little by little. And I didn't realize that. So when I was thinking about a podcast for a year, it was because I thought of the, the larger goal, how am I going to get that big thing done, was because I, I really didn't understand that I needed to break down launch steps, ideas, content creation, find Leah, the podcast ninja who I'm praying for because she was saying that her back is not well. So I'll pray for my, my good friend, Leah. So honestly, what is it going to look like? And what will it look like if you don't start? Number three is How will you have fun with this goal along the way? What will you learn about yourself? And then what will you learn to help you to get to the place that you want to get? So for me, like I said, organizing. You know, you can have a little fun in your goal setting and the achievement of them. I love the idea of organizing. I like organizing my thoughts as I plan out a goal. I like to draw this chart that they show you to draw, it's like four quadrants. Think of four squares of the upper left-hand quadrant. I'll write down what's urgent, what is completely needs to be started right now. And then in the upper right-hand quadrant, I'll, I'll write down what is really not urgent. You know, what can I get done second in the lower left-hand quadrant? I write out what is important in getting it done right. And then like right away. So not just urgently, but what's important. And then the lower right can, you know, I can get that stuff done over a little like the course of time. So you kind of have to like say what's of the utmost importance and then go from there. So I love organizing my thoughts in that way because for me, like I said before, I need to better organize. That's one of my big picture goals. I mean, you may not think it's a big picture goal, but I have a lot of clutter in one area of my bedroom in a little corner and it's just one bin. But I know that this one bin sitting by my exercise bike is just weighing on me. It's something that I have to go through, old bills, get out, a recycling bag, first of all, <laughs> I could throw it all away, you know, and my shredder and just sit there and for a couple of hours, knock it out and keep what I need to keep, throw away what I need to throw away. And it's something that I just don't like. Now, my office Is very well organized, but this is like personal home things. So I realized that that is going to stick out in my mind. I need to get some decluttering done ASAP. Like, you know what? Do you have that? (laughs) How many of you can say, like, I'm just thinking about, I just got laundry done this week and I was like, oh, hallelujah. All of my laundry baskets were emptied. So I don't know. If you can say, I need that and amen, I will be praying for you. So what I need to do was I realized I needed to break down all of the things that need to be done. I need to brainstorm that list of the areas that need it most quickly, because if I don't get it done, it's always going to be over my shoulder. I'm going to be, it's laying on me and literally haunting me the office area, including the never ending paperwork. It's always, always on my mind and it's sitting there staring at me. So then my mind goes to that instead of the things that are really important that I really need to get done. You know, like I'm writing my book. Um, hello, I'm thinking about recycling bags and a shredder machine, and I'm supposed to be writing life-giving words on a page for all of you to read. That's not a good thing. So I know I need to get some file folders. I need to do some things, but then I need to put it on my planner. I need to actually schedule it. It's one of my goals to tend. It's like they talk about cultivating, meaning soil and your garden. And then you tend it after you've cultivated the soil, you've aerated it, right? And you've tilled it. And then maybe you've planted some seeds for either vegetables and some beautiful flowers, but then you have to tend it. Tending it means I have to water. I have to make sure it's getting enough sun, right? I need to protect it from the elements. Maybe I need to protect it from animals. So I need to tend my living spaces in the same way that I would my garden, right? So I want to create a life-giving home, a life-giving space. My husband and I, we were laughing. Maybe you won't laugh at this, but it took us forever to get rid of our Christmas Stuff like we didn't take Christmas down forever, so <laughs> we were having friends over, and he was like, "We need to get this down. This is ridiculous." So the one thing is, is that I cannot get my storage bins down because they're up high in this area where there's a skylight in my my kitchen. So that's where they all are. I can't get to it because it's a very high ladder, and I'm just not strong enough to drag that ladder in. So I have to wait for someone, a husband or two strapping sons, to <laughs> get it for me. And to actually spend the time doing it. So I I hadn't scheduled it on on a planner. I was like, oh yeah, one of these days we're going to get to that. But it was every day we would all get up and go, Oh my gosh, Christmas is still here. Are you kidding? It was the longest we kept Christmas up. (laughs) So true story. But I realized I need to simplify my daily life to help me take care of what I have so that I don't feel like it's hovering over me. So I finally we got it done. I put everything away. I was like, yes, these storage bins are gorgeous. It felt so great. Like we all came into the living areas like, ah, breathing a, f- a breath of fresh air because it was like, wow. So it wasn't hovering over me anymore. So then I needed to make sure that I broke it down. So if you have these big picture goals, break them down into, you know, once a month item, like so cleaning, oh, I hate cleaning. So one day I'm going to be able to afford someone to clean my home. So I don't know if you have that, but God bless you if you do, but I don't. So I have to look at once a month, I'm going to need to what? Maybe get some dusting on the ceiling and the ceiling fans and the things that I can't reach. Maybe once a week I can now break out and do my dusting with some of the dishes that I have up. Right. And then maybe every day now I, I need to dust over here or mop over there or vacuum it's really you have to look at things where you have to break them down so once a season i like to go in and really clean things out and declutter right i was talking about decluttering i like to get rid of all of the 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 clothing that we don't wear anymore maybe you need to tend to these things. Do you need to tend to relationships? I know my year's vision board. I need to brainstorm some little by little ideas of cultivating friendships better. My family members, my children, my husband, you know, what small consistent actions can I do in love that is going to create a better, more loving environment for these relationships to grow. So it's not just about cleaning. It's not just about big picture goals or timeline goals, if you will. It's a lot of things. It could be financial. I have a financial check-in that I look at every single week now. And I look at my big picture goal of where I want to lower my debt every quarter. And then I say, okay, what am I going to do every week for that? And then what am I going to do every day? Like I'm not a couponer, but I like to save money. What can I do better to save my family money? So there's a little bit about how I go about it. Like what about meal planning? Oh my goodness. (laughs) I've got a friend. You know who you are, my friend. She has meal planning down to a science. I love it. I love it. And I'm like, okay, I have to have a go-to meal list. That's what I needed to have. And I have these planning sheets where I just jot down our favorites for the week. What do I feel like having this week? So I'll put it down. These are the nights we're going to actually be home that I'll need to do dinner. A lot of times we'll order out on the weekend. But I never want to be stuck on what to eat for dinner again. It's like that's how I, I look at it. I have to have recipes for our breakfast, our lunch, our dinner. I have to think ahead. And I then I tell my Alexa, Alexa, you know, I need this, I need that. And she puts it on a list for me and I take that list on my phone and I that's how I do my grocery shopping. So do you have those things? Do you like even think about snack time and desserts and drinks? I mean, this is a lot. I know it's a lot. These are all the areas that we as moms have to juggle But this is what helps me to stay organized and then stocked up in my refrigerator, my pantry. So I'm not running out of ingredients every other day and having to run to the store. So are you getting the bigger picture now? Because one of the problems that we run into in accomplishing goals is that we tend to forget that we even made them. Sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah, I got a planner. Oh, my gosh. So like now I am determined to carry my planner with me every day. So that when I remember something, I could just like jot it down. I know I have a phone for that, but for some reason that scratching on the pen to paper really helps. And then I check to see if I'm progressing toward that goal. Every day I write something in my little journal saying, all right, what am I doing? Morning, afternoon, and evening. And then I have like a clear idea for my home life goals that helps to set me free to be able to do the big finish line goals and get them completed a lot easier. So now... It's a certainty that everything that can go wrong will go wrong, especially for me. I don't know about you. I just spoke in my last podcast talking about how, oh my gosh, January came and went and I was sick and all the things. And then I realized, okay, I need to not sweat the small stuff. I need to not sweat the diversions from the plan because if I fail in some area, I need to dust myself off and then start fresh in the morning also have to do, I think this is so important, especially for me. I keep my one word of the year somewhere where I can see it. Like I, it's on my, my vision board in my office. And every once in a while, it'll just be top of mind. It'll just pop into my mind. And I'm like, hmm, because it helps to sum up all of my goals for the year so I can keep going. So my word is enlarge. What does that mean? There's scripture that talks about enlarging your tent pegs. It's like the prayer of Jabez, oh Lord, that you would bless me indeed, that you would enlarge my tent pegs. In other words, my capacity for whatever your blessings are. So I'm like, enlarge my capacity to be able to do the things that you have given me to do for this year. So be encouraged, sis. You are probably thinking, I'm kicking myself. I can't do this. You know what? You're doing great. Even if you just try one of these areas, one of these ideas to begin cultivating, you are making amazing steps and progress. Just imagine how you're progressing towards your final goals for the end of the year. You know, all those amazing ideas and goals you have in mind. I say this to myself as well. Maybe you should go out there and do them. Be blessed, my friends. I'm praying for y'all. Thanks so much for joining me today on this episode of Because She Chose. I hope you found some encouragement and help to find time to grow in your faith. Let me know if today's episode resonated with you and send me a message on Instagram at Camille underscore McIntyre or at Because She Chose. Also on my Facebook business page, Camille McIntyre. If you are loving what you are hearing, make sure to follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode and leave me review and rating. Until next time, take care.